for you and me as a Christian man and woman, the primary task is to be a runner. We are all runners. And it is our responsibility to be able to transfer the baton for us who are parents to our children. And for those of us who aren't married and who are single, maybe it is to someone you mentor in church, maybe it's someone you have in your life group, it is our responsibility to pass on this baton. And so much more greater is passing on the baton of faith to our generation. So we as parents or we as people, we are faced with uh, this, the, the philosophy of scientism. It's just the belief or the worldview that does not, uh, uh, sorry, it's a belief or the worldview um, of natural science being the only reliable source of knowledge. It was the responsibility of daddy, mommy, appacha, ammachi, sorry, I'm a Malayali, so you'll hear those words, aunt, uncle, to pass on the faith to the children. Now what happens? We've, it's twisted. We have become church-centered and home-supported. We, families look for, to have their children in the faith more at church rather than at home. Our spiritual life should be dedicated to our spiritual responsibility. My children, my family is my spiritual responsibility. But then my spiritual life should first target my spiritual responsibility. The next is God's plan for the world starts with honor in the home. So if you have seen the Ten Commandments, the first four commandments are vertical. It has to do with your relationship with God. And the six after that are horizontal. It has to do with your relationship with one another. If you were to have a baby, let's say a two-year-old child, would he go steal first or have adultery? Or is his, is his life about honoring his parents? It's about honoring his parents. That's the first practical moral decision that a child is faced with. I think this is a test of maturity. You could probably check to see how good you are at honoring your dad and mom. Who you can touch and see. Because if you can do that, then you will honor the heavenly father who you can't touch and see. I think this is a test of maturity. You could probably check to see how good you are at honoring your dad and mom. Who you can touch and see. Because if you can do that, then you will honor the heavenly father who you can't touch and see. Family. A family is a miniature life group. That is where you are the most authentic. You are the most you. Not in your church life group. We have a mask. We put on a lot of faces there. Right? But at home is where we have our first life groups. And that's the place to make disciples. So discipleship happens in the context of relationships. Discipleship happens in the context of relationships. So it's the family is the most powerful group where life change happens. Ultimately, as a family, we are all spiritual. We need to be spiritual. And that's what we need to cultivate. So after my relationship with God, I have been given a very specific mission. And that is to impress my children with the word of God. Talk to them about the word of God. So first, 
comes here, then comes with my children. If you want to impress the word of God in your child, if you want to talk to them, one of the foundational things, the way it can be done is through family worship. And I know in a time like ours, a lot of us struggle to just come together at the end of a day, pray, hold hands, speak the word of God, sing a couple of songs, have, uh, you know, have a worship time, just pray for each other, cry together. We miss out on that. But this is foundational to God's plan. If you need to impress God's word into their heart, it needs to be done through a family time, through a family worship. 